In Papa Duck Inc. v. Gardner, 2022 ARC App 88, the Arkansas Court of Appeals affirmed a circuit court order holding that there was no easement across farmland. Judge Barrett examined the testimony and concluded the appellate court will not reweigh the evidence. The case is important for review of principles of law in such cases as applied. Wild and unenclosed land normally requires more than mere use to demonstrate a claim of easement, and here there was insufficient evidence of adversity to result in a private or public easement. Quote, in conclusion, the court found that the evidence submitted was insufficient to establish a prescriptive or public easement to the road and the landing and dismissed appellant's complaints. Specifically, the court discredited some of the appellant's witnesses and held that the appellants did not prove overt activity that would make it clear to the gardeners an adverse claim was being exerted. Furthermore, as a result of its on-site inspection and the testimony produced, the circuit court found that the road is a field road going to a spot on the river to launch a boat and nothing more. Therefore, it was not a road commonly used by the public. End of quote. The Court of Appeals examined the law regarding undeveloped property and, in examining precedent, wrote, The presumption of permissive use over unimproved land is sound because the owner of unenclosed and unimproved land is not in a position to readily detect or prevent others from crossing over his or her land. End of quote. In this case, however, the appellate court rejected arguments over adverse and overt use in light of all the evidence. Quote, here, a significant portion of the appellant's case in chief was spent detailing the historical use of the road and the landing by the appellants and others, allegedly without permission or any objection from the appellees, until the gate blocking the road was erected in 2018. However, because length of use is insufficient to establish a claim to a prescriptive easement, we must next examine what evidence the appellant set forth to demonstrate overt activity that was adverse to the ownership rights of the gardeners. End of quote. While there was a showing of repair and maintenance, it was not enough because it was not adverse on this record. Quote, the testimony was conflicting regarding the reasons why the appellants performed maintenance to the road. However, after listening to all the testimony, the circuit court found that the appellees remained in control of the road and appellant's actions were consistent with Mr. Gardner's testimony that he expected those who caused damage to the road to repair the damage. The circuit court placed greater weight on Mr. Gardner's testimony that maintenance on the road was performed due to damages caused during their usage per the defendant's rule, as the circuit court called it, as opposed to any claim of right. The circuit court's finding that the appellants failed to rebut the presumption of permissive use with some overt act that was adverse or hostile to the ownership of Gardner was supported by the record. Accordingly, we conclude that no clear error was committed by the circuit court in finding that appellants failed to establish a right to the prescriptive easement on the property. End of quote. Finally, the appellate court agreed with the circuit court ruling that there was no public easement either. Quote, the elements for a public prescriptive easement are the same as for a private prescriptive easement, except that the easement is extended to the general public and not merely to a party seeking establishment of the easement. This court has held that when a roadway is used by the public openly, continuously, and adversely for a period of seven years, the public acquires an easement by prescription. End of quote. 
The trial court found at most that 18 vehicles used the road in a day, and the general public was not using the road. Quote, Appellants are effectively asking this court to reweigh the evidence because they disagree with the circuit court's conclusion rather than making an assertion that the circuit court misapplied the law. The testimony, however, supports the circuit court's finding that use of the road is limited to mainly duck hunters and fishermen. Furthermore, Mr. Gardner's testimony clearly reflects that it was common knowledge that locals were welcome to use the road for river access to fish or hunt. We also find appellants' argument unpersuasive that because they presented testimony from residents of other cities who claimed to use the road without the Gardner's knowledge, they met the requirements of establishing a public easement. As noted by the appellees, the nature of the property is farmland, and because it is common for farms with hundreds of acres to have open farm roads, it is impossible to police their use without the obstruction of gates, which both Hardin and Kyle, who are farmers, admit are very aggravating and disruptive to farmers. We find, therefore, that evidence of scattered use by residents outside of the Tupelo community is inconsequential because the actions of those witnesses were insufficient to have placed the gardeners on notice of an adverse claim by the public. End of quote. The Court of Appeals noted the trial court made a personal inspection of the property and, quote, at most, the testimony regarding the frequency of use is susceptible to differing conclusions. Therefore, this court must abide by the circuit court's estimation of evidence. End of quote. End of decision.